This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Galaxy Wars Podcast. We are your hosts, The Grays, Jim and Tom. And today we have a kind of a random show for, for everyone we're going to talk mm-hmm. the movies that I went and saw again because it's the weekend and I went and saw more <laughs> movies. And then we're going to recap a few things sci-fi related in terms of San Diego Comic-Con, which passed a week ago. And then we're going to talk about uh, WALL-E. We're going to revisit it for its 10th anniversary, a movie that going into it I did not like. Coming out of it, do I like it? A little. little yeah. They little, are on the edge of their seats. Yeah, now. a little suspense to see if I liked a 10-year-old Pixar movie about a, <laughs> a robot. But... I want to talk about some movies that I saw. Um, first movie I saw was Teen Titans Go. Oh, you did see that? I went and saw it, and I used it as research. You uh, said you weren't going to go see it. No, in my in the, on the Active Geek, I said oh, I was going to see okay. it. Okay. Yeah, um, Chuck was not going to see it. Right. And he ended up going to see it. But um, I'll set the scene, 31-year-old me, sitting in the back of a movie theater by myself, and then a family comes. There's literally nobody in my row or the row in front of me. But then a family comes, and they sit right next to me. So at that moment, I already hated being at the movie. So I'm watching the movie, and from the beginning credits, I knew that I was in over my head. I hated it. Yeah. it there, there are two redeeming, maybe three redeeming things about it. And if you're a Teen Titans Go fan, and I don't know if any of our listeners are, uh, earmuffs for about 20 <laughs> seconds. The, the first thing is, you're not planning to see it, right? So I won't spoil this? No, well... You could spoil it all you want, even if I do go see it. Okay. Um, the use of like obscure superheroes and supervillains was really cool. Like the Challengers of the Unknown mm-hmm. had like a ton of screen time, okay. which was crazy. I saw Jonah Hex and Swamp Thing and Spectre and all the cool heroes that like the obscure ones I like. And then Stan Lee was in it. Like he had his really? own cameo, and it was like, and it was definitely him. It wasn't any voice actor playing him, but that's crazy. Yeah, and. It seemed like good for them. They were making fun of Stanley because um. there's a scene where Robin's trying to get his movie, and the Titans are there and they're trying to get into the studio. And you see an old man sweeping the back lot. Okay. And then he's just jockeying for screen time, like he's like getting in like in between characters <laughs> so you can see him. And then he like he jumps in the screen. He's like, "Hey everyone, it's me, Stanley. Like here's my." obscure cameo and it i'm like oh that's so beautiful and then it, they whisper in his ear and he's like oh my god this is a dc movie i gotta get out of here but he comes back he comes back oh, later right. in the movie and he's like i don't care if it's a dc movie all i'm worried about is cameos so uh on a scale of one to five stars uh i'm going to say uh, one and a half until the credits and not when like the credits hit you're like oh my god i'm so glad this the movie's over because it sucked they tease that the original Titans cartoon is coming back. Okay. So like, you're there's end credits and then static, and you're seeing like the silhouette and like broken pixelated versions of like Robin and Beast Boy from the original series, like the O one series. Yeah. And then it got full frame, and they're all there, and they're like, "We're the real Teen Titans. We've been uh, you've been under the control of the mind controller. Uh, we're gonna come back." And the family next to me had already left, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "Oh, I know what this means," <laughs> but uh, it was not. It's not a good movie. Uh, maybe for kids. I don't even think for kids. They yeah. tried too much. They they tried to be fourth wall breaking, and yeah. they kept referring to Deathstroke as uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, and they didn't even call him Deathstroke at all. 
Oh. They just slayed. Yeah. Well, I, I remember you talked about that on Active Geek. Like, you had a good point, really. Should you call him Deathstroke for a kid's movie? It is a kid's movie. Yeah. It's like going to see Smurfs. I yeah, mean, that's, that's true. how much, like, you shouldn't really say this is a, a blow against DC. This isn't no, a bad not. DC movie. It's just, it's a kid's movie that. This actually might be the highest grossing DC movie yeah. besides <laughs> Wonder Woman, honestly. Because uh, the theater was packed, except for the entire row in front of me and my row. Like it just—it was crazy. But another movie I went and saw because I saw two movies in the theater and one movie on um, on digital. But I went and saw Mission Impossible: Fallout. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm yeah. not going to spoil. It. it was amazing. I haven't it, seen it. It's number one as far as all the Mission Impossible movies. Really? Fantastic. The yeah. the stunts were great. Tom Cruise has a death wish. Like, <laughs> put the Scientology <laughs> bullshit aside. He's he's a legit uh, actor, man. He, he's so good in this. Yeah. And Henry Cavill, the mustache that ruined the Justice League, <laughs> he was in it. I enjoyed that. And uh, the theater was packed. Chelsea loved it. She went and saw it. She was my date for this one. I didn't go alone. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend that. Opened up to $153 million this uh, this week. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, and if like... You look at the box office now, you have like The Rock winning weeks, Tom Cruise winning weeks. Last week, uh, Equalizer won with Denzel. They're men 50 plus. Yeah. They're commanding the box office. So yeah, these guys are. True. And Denzel 60 plus, maybe? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I think he's got to yeah. be close to. And they're winning box office yeah. weeks, and, you know, it's just, it's crazy. This well, is going to beat an animated film, and I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, just to talk about The Equalizer real quick. Somebody wrote. Um, Equalizer's not a good movie, but yeah. Denzel's in it, so it's a good. It's a movie to go watch. I loved the first. one. I liked it too. I it came out of no. I watched it as a kid. Yeah. The, t, the original TV show with the English guy. I really liked the original, mm-hmm. and it was kind of it was like a dopey tough guy, but yeah. you know, like all those shows back in the eighties. But uh, yeah, I really liked the original. Yeah, I'm not I didn't good. know a second one was coming out. I didn't care. It's got Denzel, and you're like, all right, well, now I got to go see it. Yeah, I'm not expecting a. Academy Award winning performance from Denzel in The Equalizer. But the thing is, you, you get... You get you Denzel. Get, yeah, you get Denzel. I don't think Denzel gives anything but Academy Award winning performances. Yeah. Like everything... Like Well, Roman J. S. Israel Esquire right. was pretty garbage. But the movie's not going to win no. anything, but he does, He gives 100%. He never mails it in. He and could easily mail it in for that, or, you know... He could pull a Bruce Willis. Bruce <laughs> Willis has been doing that for the last 15 years. Yeah. Since yeah. Unbreakable, everything he's been in has gone to DVD. Right. Like straight to DVD, so uh, you know I, I want to see the Equalizer too. That's one, that's yeah. on my list. But because back to um, Mission Impossible, I didn't like the original ones until I rewatched them. Kind of like yeah. how we're going to talk about Wally, how you feel about maybe you know it's worth rewatching and revisiting. Absolutely, and it was because I, I hate Tom Cruise, and I always will. Yeah, but I do like his movies. Well, it was like. I talked about an active geek, and I don't know how many of our listeners listen to that, but he well, made should all should right. Yeah, it's a, it's a family. He's made since Mission Impossible One. He's made seven trillion dollars. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> like, and this is just going to add to it because right. he make he makes good money overseas, yeah. other than Mission Impossible movies. But this made money one hundred fifty three million here domestically. So this could be. Man, there's so much money being made in movies, yep. and none of it's going to repair in our country. During the like this, yeah, this the amount of money that gets paid for summer blockbusters yep. in a year could like 
could feed all the you know we're not going to get in a high horse yeah. in our soapbox but it could feed all of skid row <laughs> yeah like, you know what i mean yeah it could make la nice yeah so and tom cruise man seven trillion dollars yeah, that's, since that's a crazy number since switch in scientology i think yeah, that's what it is you know laffy hubbard's just out there <laughs> and well he's in the sky yeah with xanadu isn't that like <laughs> Is that, the maybe the, the beast up that they're that they i don't know i don't want to alienate our our scientology listeners i don't actually mind if we do i mean <laughs> i don't think we have any but uh, well, i don't know we might be big in the the utah southern california they're mormons oh, i don't true. know well whatever i don't know but i recommend mission impossible fallout it's a fun action yeah. flick and for him to do most of those stunts yeah it's crazy like just he, all the shit he I does. think Scientology convinced him that they know when he's going to die. They must have gave him a date. Yeah. And <laughs> you're, you're going to die when you're 59. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to do, do Now jump. I can do whatever I can. Yeah, I'm going to go jump out of a plane. Right. And Simon Pegg, somebody who I love, an actor I love, um, looks like he put on some muscle. Muscle? Yeah. And I don't know if that's for Scotty or he's he's been petitioning hard to play Captain Britain. Yeah. And I am 100% on board for Captain Britain. He's still young enough that he's never been big. No. And I don't want him to get big. Because he, he, his, his, his comedy is about him being the, 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 yeah. the small guy. So I don't want him to get Captain Britain big. Yeah. But, I mean, Captain Britain goes through a super soldier type. Deal, so I'd like to see Simon Pegg get, and this is totally off subject, be the thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's got a voice. He's got a distinct voice. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I, but anything really. Modok. If they want him in the, the universe, get him. Yeah. You know, in CG. You know, he's got. He can do some mocap work. I think he's like already that. done a Disney movie. Um, maybe voice work. He's also done. I'm sure. Yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. So get him in there. He was great. Ving Rhames is awesome. Yeah. Um, Henry Cavill was really good in it, and uh, so was uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she was yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, and Angela Bassett was in it, so yeah, he got Academy Award yeah, winner. I mean, like, Simon Pegg is, is uh, you know, here's what I'll say about, um, uh, to go negative again on Tom Cruise, he's got a weird-shaped body. Well, he's a little man. But he's got like that, five, like, six. weird, like... Dad bod kind of like it's flabby. Yeah, it's got muscle tone, but it never got like he's, he's got never, like the Leo. The, the, he's not the, cut. No, but it's a little flab. There's a lot of, but he's in shape. It just it's a weird, very yeah. weird, blocky. He's wearing lifts in all his shoes. So he's yeah, like, he's, just he, eye he's level. like he's like the guy in the magazine <laughs> that looking through the X-ray specs and yep. or you know the he kind of looks like that like uh, the guy kicking sand on the little dude on the yeah. beach. He's all like square. <laughs> And we built weird, uh, but all, all I know about Tom Cruise is if he wants to throw any of that seven trillion dollars <laughs> his movies has made to the Galaxy Wars podcast, yeah. we would graciously, you know, graciously accept. But, well, and the thing is, Simon Pegg is constantly around giant people. Yeah. And all his, like he can go on a workout regimen, and right? he could talk to Henry Cavill, and be like, "Hey, dude, give yeah. me some pointers," right? <laughs> or Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. I just I want him in the Marvel universe. I want everybody in the Marvel universe except Tom Cruise. Yeah, I think that would kind of out. I, I, I don't know. Maybe make him a villain. We don't see him in a villain yeah. role lately. I don't know what he Who would knows? do. Uh, he, he doesn't. He, hit my I think fan he's cast. too big. Yeah, he's too big to command, and he'll command. Like he's, he's a DC character. Yeah, he's people want him as Hal Jordan. What would I? Yeah, Hal Jordan would be good. What would I do? Like, where would you put him in the X Men universe? Cyclops, because Cyclops. That's is what an I was asshole. thinking too. Cyclops. Yeah, like he fits because he's. 
He still looks younger. Yeah. A little younger. He could play an older Cyclops. Yeah. I don't know. That's the only place I can think of, too. He shave his head and put him in a wheelchair. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, that, well, I read a rumor that everybody, so New Mutants and possibly Dark Phoenix are the last movies to be distributed from Fox. Okay. Everybody else and yeah. every movie that was They're going, tearing it down to Deadpool. Yep. They're keeping Deadpool. X-Force is scrapped yeah. and everybody's going to be... Um, oh, X-Force too? X-Force... Um, Everything else, the the Wolverine reboot, that's all gone because they're going to recast every yeah, single Yeah, I saw character. that too for the MCU. Uh, X-Force, that sucks. But, I mean, yeah. they had to restructure the, the whole idea of who X-Force and where mm-hmm. they're going to come from. And Deadpool, they got to keep because Deadpool makes money. Yeah, I would keep Josh Brolin too. Obviously, they have him for Thanos. Yeah, well, and if he dies and doesn't go into the Eternals, uh, the Eternal movie, i put him right in... Uh, Back into the oh he's got he's going to play Cable again right I don't know it said the only person who's staying their character is uh, Ryan Reynolds hmm hmm I don't know if that's a good move because personally I like James McAvoy as uh, Professor X yeah but they want they want their own thing as somebody you big he got for Glass yeah ridiculous I want to be on that workout regimen which looks like a great movie yeah Yeah, um, the new uh, did you see the the trailer for the the, yeah I don't know what they're calling it Glass. Are they calling it Glass mm-hmm. for the three? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, because it's mainly it's based on Mr. Glass recruiting right. the Beast. That looks phenomenal. Yeah, that's a movie. I'm definitely a third um, movie. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, we're talking about rebooting. Um. Oh yeah, the reboot. I was watching a YouTuber who uh, I like his videos. And he, I like his his outlook or the way he sees things for the. Um, was it the Den of Nerds? Yes, because that's a. But there was I'm also, that there's also one more. Uh, but this guy was saying he had a theory about how they introduce X Men, and it was really good. Okay. And we've been trying. We've been talking. We talked about this a thousand times. But they talked about what he was saying is the way that you introduce it, since you're basically going off the the Ultimates timeline, mm-hmm. is you introduce how they they, they get the mutants. Is they re- try to recreate the Super Soldier program. Wolverine is the very first mutant. Okay, he's the Canadian super soldier, and it, while you're doing that, you find out he's got the X gene, and it gets triggered. And the way the Ultimates is, does it, or the Ultimate Universe, is it basically is like the Terrigen Mist. Yeah, and I, that's if that's how they planned on doing it. And they're moving just, away from humans in general. Yeah, you could just piggyback off that, and the X gene gets triggered, and and so, and that's how the mutants start. Basically, Wolverine's the very first mutant. Yeah, and the process is like a disease and it spreads across the, the earth and that's a good theory yeah. I, I don't know how you in- and that's how the ultimates is and that's where they've gotten their all their storylines basically but i also don't know how you introduce them into the universe now and we can talk about this because it's finalized like it's yeah the shareholders have said we're we're good with it so disney yeah. bang like all your what yeah. 65 yeah. billion dollars back up the brinks truck because we're yeah. ready i don't know how you it goes back to your point on several podcasts that how do you introduce them and say, where the hell were you? Well, that's Thanos? what they're saying is the only way they could do it and make, have it make sense is it's it's got to be phase five. Okay. It's got to be post Thanos, post okay. everything. And as like as Captain America dies, but people are scrambling to have, you know, to booster their, their you know, their ranks and yeah. their, their, their armies, they're scrambling to get their own super soldier out there. Okay. Do you, do you think it could also? I like that theory, but do you think it could also go into play with like one of the time stones? They reset the timeline after killing Thanos. Well, that's always the, you know, that's always your best bet is yeah. just a rewind. It's just kind of retcon everything. 
And with the yeah. scrolls, you never know who could have been a scroll. So it's one of those things like, is Iron Man a scroll? Yeah. And going back to Tom Cruise, he would have been Iron Man. Yeah. He was thought like he was considered for Iron Man. I don't know if MCU would have been the same. Our next thing we're going to talk about is the San Diego Comic Con sci-fi news. We got mm-hmm. Doctor Who. The first, we got the teaser. We talked about yeah. it last episode. Yeah. And now we got the full trailer, which was uh, pretty cool. What'd you think of it? Yeah, you were saying it's like a flash thing. I yeah. think she's like displacing time, and mm-hmm. she's moving. I don't know the time stream. Yeah, just she's moving faster and everything, which isn't a Doctor Who thing. No, it did have a feel of like it had a different feel of. Does it feel too superhero? Super, yeah, well, it it's it's literally what fifty seconds, so yeah. it doesn't feel like anything, but it feels like that's what it could be. Yeah, and then the new trailer comes out, and she, in, she kind of introduces you uh, to her, and then more of mm-hmm. like piecing everything together, like. I've been in this situation for a matter of minutes. I don't know how what time's doing, but you get to see uh, her, what seemed to be her super team of companions, uh, a guy named uh, Toshin Cole, yeah. who plays Ryan Sinclair, and then uh, Mandip Gill, who plays Yasmin, or Yasmin, Yasmin Khan, and then Bradley Walsh, uh, Graham O'Brien. It's a very, it's probably the most diverse yeah. companion group I've ever seen. Yeah, they never had an old man. No, yeah. unless you count Marl, but... <laughs> We don't, I want Nardle back. I, well, I I think he'll come back. I, who knows? I, don't know. I, I went to the comments again. I know I'm not supposed to, but I've been in there. People are not only hating Jodie Whittaker, but now they're saying that the BBC is trying way too hard to be politically correct and way too hard to get representation. And I don't see the big gripe in it uh, with the having an older man, uh, an Indian woman, and a black man and as companions the only thing that i don't it's not a gripe but it's a uh, a point that i want to make is that time travel is going to be extremely hard with two of those companions yeah especially if, like doctor who does a lot of things where they come back to america for their time travel right. and you had a pretty girl with you or in uh, peter capaldi's case you had nardle or pearl mackie and pearl mackie would stay kind of in the tardis yeah this is going to be extremely tough to travel yeah. back to like 1920s America with an that's Indian a, woman and a black. That's Louis C.K.'s joke. I know, even though he's a he's a he's a toucher, yeah, a, you know, molester. Yeah, he's a Me Too. Yeah, victim of the Me Too movement. I don't mean to. He, he's a bad guy. Yeah, but his joke was, um, you know, there's never a bad time period to be white. Yeah, like if you had a time machine, the only people that could travel safely are white people. Yeah, and you other know, than that. You got to be careful. Well, honestly, even just white men, because she's going to have a hard time traveling back too yeah. and trying to be an authoritative role. People are going to look at her and be like, you're a woman. And so I think that's there's going to be, if they do that, if they're writing that to do more social commentary for the series, I think that they're going to be getting a lot more backlash. Yeah. And maybe Jodie Whittaker is not going to be a doctor for long. And that sucks. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I think they they should be a little smarter in their writing. And we haven't seen anything, but I, right. I think I give the BBC a little more credit and think that they are smart. They've planned for their storylines, and maybe they're going to go more into the future. I mean, that's what the, what we were seeing yeah. is the future because I mean that's progressing. That's the way it's going, and I don't know. I like I said before, I there's a lot of American fans that are responsible for the vitriol yeah. and the hatred. I don't really see English fans as really caring. I mean, I'm sure there's a portion, but yeah. not a huge... I think it's more 
this is more America's you know problem yeah. than than BBC. I, it just shows how close-minded we are. Yeah, over here, it's stupid. You've just, had gay people on it for a long time. Yeah. You've had yep, when Trump. you had a Sauron who's a you know a lizard person dating a woman back in Victorian times. Yep. Not a word was said. Yeah, one of the companions was a robot dog. Yeah, you know, they, it's it's a that shot lasers. Exactly, it's a sci-fi show where anything is freaking possible. Nobody nobody complained when you had this girl running around in the bikini yeah, for three exactly. years. What was it? Not Tila. Was it? It was Tila. Yeah, it was Tila. So you know, your complaints are heard but ignored. Yeah, that's that's what I would. Yeah. That's a great point. I'm gonna move on. Yeah. All, all I know is I'm super excited for Doctor Who. Yeah, it looks great. At the literally looks really cool yeah. good I, I you know and it it's never not been like a bad looking show but it really looks like they put all that time and effort and mm-hmm. money this you know it really looks better than the qualities and the qualities look great so it looks like another reboot kind yeah. of because this is the, the well, first season see, without yeah. Moffat. yeah so it seems like this is a complete re- reboot and they're maybe they are pushing the it seems like everybody's trying to ride that superhero vibe and doctor who to I don't know a lot of Brits, but I would assume Doctor Who is one of their superheroes. Yeah, you know, saves the day. They're you know they're interchangeable like Bond. Um, so I think that with the reboot, they're going to try and ride that wave. And we also saw it with Glass in that trailer that they're trying to ride the wave of superhero movies by right. making it about people who want to be superheroes. Well, and, I mean, you could say Unbreakable is one of the very first. Exactly, and the, Chuck said it on uh, our Active Geek stuff. He said that Unbreakable was a comic book movie. Or a superhero movie without being a comic book movie. Right, yeah. So it, it makes perfect sense for them to ride that wave. You're not going to see her wear a cape. But I saw her sonic screwdriver, and it's pretty cool. <laughs> they're selling it at Hot Topic, uh, and I saw it online. And it's actually pretty cool. It's like yeah. uh, it looks like rose gold. It's got little pink attributes to it. Um, it's nothing that I'm going to buy. I could have done without the pink. I You know, I don't necessarily. I mean, I, I have a daughter, and yeah. it, it, turns, it turns out she likes pink, but... You know, I wasn't always for it. There was like cool Adidas track suits I bought for yeah. her that were like that weren't pink because that's it. Like, you, and I'm not saying you know I'm not trying to you know push her gender fluidity yeah. either way. I'm just like you know she be whatever she wants to be. But it could could always be worse. Her trench coat could be pink. <laughs> so you know if, if Jodie Whittaker's running around in the blue coat, I mean it's more grounded. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. We're gonna talk, obviously talk yeah. about it. That's our, our niche, and we, I mentioned it last week. This is the first season, first Doctor. I'm going to see in a from start to finish. So right. it's a without yeah could be a dangerous yeah. way to start, but I'm <laughs> I'm excited for it. The next thing isn't Comic Con related, but uh, it just broke the internet, and we talked about it on Twitter. But one of the shows that we really like, uh, Alter Carbon. We reviewed the first episode back in March, and we were on board. Yeah, you yeah. saw the last episode, then the first episode. <laughs> Um, but we got a new sleeve, and it's a big name. Yeah, the Falcon from yeah, it's crazy. The MCU, Anthony Mackie is joining yeah. the season. Um, that's nuts. Yeah, because I I read the book after I've th- I, yeah I read the first one. I'm I'm going to read the second one. I'm halfway through the first one. Yeah, the audiobook. Um, I didn't even know that was in the cards. Like, no, I didn't think about that. I thought it was going to go and it was going to be um what's his name that whoever uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Or even the the the, the Asian sleeve. Yeah. Um, it's good cr- for Anthony Mackie. It's a great show. Yeah. And if the writing stays the same, I'm sure it'll like continue to be like different and crazy. And and it's probably some of the best sci-fi stuff that Netflix is producing right now. We we've, we've yeah. talked about Mute. 
and I'll move on from you, but <laughs> they did the How It Ends movie. Yeah. Um, they've done Anon. They've done a ton. They're they're good at putting out bad sci-fi. How It Ends was How It Ends was pretty good, but it wasn't great. Uh, but this new movie, Extinction, that's out with Michael Pena and Lizzie Chaplin okay. and um, uh, Mike Coulter, Luke Cage. A lot of people are saying like it looks like a B-grade movie. It looks like this is like raw footage from a movie. <laughs> so I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but. It looks like I don't know. I don't. I was excited for it because that's a pretty solid lineup. Well, yeah, it's a solid lineup. Maybe that's why they just snatch these guys. Make sure you know you have a, a you know thirty day turnaround yeah. or something on a movie. You know you might hit one out of the park, but most of the time you're not. And well, I think they're going to actually hit another one out of the park next year because they just bought Andy Serkis's um, Mowgli movie. Really? Yeah, they took it. Was supposed to be in theaters in October this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It's coming to Netflix October next year. Right. Yeah. Uh, for, for more details than that, you can go to the Active Geek podcast episode this yeah. Wednesday because we did, I did full li- uh, yeah. San Diego. I, was, I acted surprised, but I do remember you talking it's about. Cr- it's crazy, man. I'm. I think that's going to be a good move for them too. But Anthony Mackie joining the Uncar- uh, Alter Carbon show is uh, is perfect. I, yeah. It just opens up the world for bigger names. It's and just, I, it's like a true detective show where everybody's kind of interchangeable. The author who is also lives in England. I think he's a, an American expat. I can't remember. I th- no, he might be English. I think he's English. He might be Scottish. Whatever. Okay. But I think he's from he the- lives in England. His wife's from Spain, and but um, he um he was talking about he's gotten backlash. He well, well that it, the, it's crazy that the book is overtly sexual. Yeah. Oh, the book is like the I'm, book is crazy. I, I'm listening to it with my windows down in the summer, yeah. and when he's like. Her red lips brushed up against oh, his, yeah. and the bulge in his pants stiffened. I was like, "Oh Jesus!" There's Windows like, up, air there's, on. You know, we're about to get real blue here, <laughs> and I, I'm not quoting because I can't remember. But this is close. Like, she like blows him and yeah. gets like sprayed all over. And they talk about how, how how it's hot and it's like running down her face. I'm like, did I slip into the wrong book? <laughs> you were starting to read a Fifty I was, Shades. I was listening at work. I was looking around. I was like, I hope nobody hears this. <laughs> this isn't on Bluetooth, right? <laughs> it's a Fifty Shades fanfic. It's. No, it's dark. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I've never did Fifty Shades, but I imagine it's probably worse than Fifty. Sh- well, <laughs> the writing is better, but yeah. the content's probably a little yeah. worse. Um, but I mean, it was a good book, and those do those parts. There's like a lot of it. Yeah, do come like, out of nowhere. Like, oh, <laughs> you're like talking about how he's going to try and find this missing woman's uh, daughter, who was like a, a, an escort, and then it's then he's talking about how hard his dick is in the movie. And you yeah. know, your show. You're like, and how? Oh God, how? Yeah, how the 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 other we're spoiling this. Listen to the book. The yeah. book is great, but how he how he basically sleeps with the daughter while she's looks like the mom. Yep. The other daughter while she she because I got like thirty kids. It's it's a crazy book. Yeah, it's a crazy show. Yeah, I can't wait to see what yeah. Anthony Mackie does with it. But he was getting backlash. Like he had, he's like, first of all, I don't know anything. It's a the, you know, it, it's like we've talked with everybody else. It. It takes off. It's a new thing, and yeah. he's like he gets producer writing credits, but he really did, he's not as involved in the actual show. Yeah, it's like if, as as. But he's like, it's so what? There's black people. Yeah, why wouldn't it? it it's the future. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, he he's like, the people are like, oh, they're putting them in there because you know it, it's to be progressive. Yeah, no, it's because there are black people. That's it. Yeah, the opening the opening character was Asian. Yeah, then it went to a white guy. And then progression. You're going. You're touching every every race, and that's fine. It's a sleeve. Like it, the whole premise of the book, uh, the book and the show, is that if your body is tired and sluggish or you die, you mod up. 
Yeah, you go if into you have an- time. And, the politics in the book, well, the politics in both, because that's really that the, there's not a lot of similarities. No. but the politics of the ultra ultra rich, and then like the very like, I wouldn't say they're poor, but they're middling. Like yeah. they just getting by. The politics is crazy. Yeah, like it's, I think it's a great book. I think so too. It's definitely a. Uh, listen to it with headphones on, not at work, yeah. um, and not in the car with your family. But listen yeah. to it because it's a, or read it, it. yeah, it's it's not a uh, it's not safe for work out loud. No, 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 not at all. So, um, but it's it's a really good book, yeah, and good. and uh, I, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to give him a plug, but I I just finished listening to it, and it, like for the cyberpunk genre, it might be everybody goes to like Neuromancer, which kind of started the whole cyberpunk, yeah, and but Neuromancer got its cues from Blade Runner, but uh, so this is up there. Yeah, I really think this is great, and I don't know if they're calling it cyberpunk, but it feels like cyberpunk. Yeah, like, um, and I'm I'm going through Neuromancer now, and I I don't like it as much as you're supposed to like it because, yeah. but you know, it's like a lot of those things. It's dated. Yeah, because you know, it's it's the far future or 100 years in the future, but seen from the 1980s, and yeah. even the author he said, you know, I'm surprised it's this big at this point, considering. It's dated and came out at the right time. Yeah, so it, yeah. you know, it, but it, with it's, Blade it's Runner twenty forty nine coming out and all the other yeah. cyberpunk stuff, I mean, everybody's yeah. going to dive into the stacks. Not to take a reference from Ready Player One, but they're <laughs> all going to dive into the stacks and, and get stuff. The next thing we're going to talk about is Krypton season two. Is uh, have you watched any of Krypton? I watched the first couple episodes. Um, you on board with it? I like it. I you know it's. It has the Sci-Fi Channel feel to it yeah. of of the uh, heavily used green screen, and you know Killjoys was like that. Yeah. Um, going all the way back, like Sanctuary was the, almost the same thing. Yeah. Warehouse Thirteen. Warehouse Thirteen was huge green screen uh, stages. Well, not but had the feel of a grand green yeah. screen. But um, yeah, it's almost like everybody's just acting in front of one big green yeah. screen. But uh, yeah, I was on board. And the, it told a good story. Did you get the Brainiac yet? No, well, the, but I know about Brandon. Yeah. You saw the stills yeah, and everything, yeah. right? His reveal is fantastic, but the design is perfect. It's flawless. They're adding three new characters, and it was renewed for season two. The first one they're adding is Lobo, and you and I talked about this. Yeah. Do we get Twilight Lobo, or do we get Danny Trejo Lobo? Because I'm with Danny Trejo's yeah. Lobo. I and literally Danny Trejo should play right? Lobo. They should body paint Danny Trejo's old ass and put him out as Lobo. Um, That's his role. Yeah, it is. But that's what I hope they do. But the look of this show and the poppiness of it, like, I think we're going to get emo Lobo. I don't know. I hope not. Me too, because I feel like... It's like Riverdale Lobo. Yeah. Versus... uh, It just comes in it's like, (laughs) alright guys, I guess. I mean, I've got a podcast to record later. But he had no scars. He was a big dude. Yeah, he was. A, he was just a goth kid who shopped at Hot Topic a lot. Right. So, but I, I think with the reveal of Brainiac and how they did him and Doomsday's in the show and how they they did Doomsday, I think Lobo they're gonna get him right. Yeah, they, I hope so. Yeah, because it seems like fans are behind us. I think Goyer wrote the first episode. I think Johns is still attached to it. So they're like, you know what? Let's, let's do the right thing. Yeah. And, um, DC Television is kind of getting some backlash for what they're doing now, as far as Titans and how Arrow's kind of drift drift off a little bit. And it seems like they're going to get this one right. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for. Well, we're we're thinking Arrow's coming to the end, right? Yeah, I think I would I would put money on this being the last season. Yeah, because they're welcoming in Batwoman, 
they have right. to cancel one of those shows. They went to seven day programming because they yeah. moved Supergirl to seven on um, on Sunday. But I feel like you can't just do superhero show, superhero show, and try and compete with the DC Universe. Right. So if Arrow were to leave and maybe do season eight, put that on DC Universe, give it an MA title right, yeah. or MA rating, and that'd be fine. But <coughs> I feel like you got to get rid of one show, and Black Lightning's killing it. It might be Legends or it might be Supergirl, but I could definitely see Arrow. I don't see Arrow going eight yeah, seasons. Yeah, Arrow's and easily could cancel it. They're not the linchpin that they used to be. Yeah. They used to control the universe. Well, they have a new showrunner now. Okay. And it seems like she's getting it right because the San Diego Comic-Con trailer was amazing. Yeah, I didn't see that. Cody Rhodes is back. That's all you need yeah, to know. Yeah, I, I did hear about that. As a, <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'll watch the next another season of Arrow. The Flash, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think he stumbled, no pun intended. They have Cicada but, uh, as their villain now. Yeah. It's just how many... He looks like Darth Bane. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of a little, little wor- worrisome with that. But Krypton's also adding Nightwing, not Dick Grayson, uh, and Flamebird, the, the Kryptonian gods. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So they're just two characters. Yeah, the, the whole... Um, yeah, I'm on board for that show. Yeah. I, I like the way they're doing it, you know, and... That's the Superman we should have got. Yeah. You know, yep. a lot of people have been saying that. Um, uh, I like how it, you know, Krypton is, is you know, Krypton has the, the, the who they are is waxed and waned. Like, the, are, there, are they the super society or are they this despotic, like, horrible place? Yeah. And I think they settled on... You know, Superman's better off being a human than he is being a Kryptonian. Yeah, because or better off on Earth. Yeah, if than he, Krypton. If he were living in Krypton, it would be game over. Like he would just, be, he probably would have been corrupted and became right. like Zod. They and it seems like everybody but his parents were a mess. Yeah, yeah. Um, even to the point where maybe. Yeah, they, we're seeing his grandfather was a mess because yeah. it's centered around his. I believe his grandfather. It's centered around his grandfather, who just doesn't know where the yeah. hell he's going. And then you're hit with, you know, Adam Strange comes up with a Detroit Tigers hat, and he's got the, you know, he's got the the Superman cape, and they're doing Superman right without even including Superman, right. which is yeah. great. And and um, I don't know when they did this thing about like this this, you know, they they picked the the mates and they picked the the, the kids because mm-hmm. that's how this this new Superman. In in TV and movies is going yeah. like that you know that that's how the kind of arranged this marriage. controlled breeding thing so um, and you fit the job I don't know when that happened in the comic books but I like that I like that idea yeah. I like everything they're doing with that Krypton I like the story yeah and you know when season two comes out we'll probably review we'll go back to our roots yeah, why and not? Sure. review season two and we'll talk about that but the last thing we're going to talk about before we get into our Wally discussion which will probably take like ten minutes but. We're going to talk to DC trailers that were released at San Diego Comic-Con. We'll start with Shazam. Both the characters, number one, Shazam and Aquaman are characters that I love. What did you think of the Shazam trailer? I We have been talking, we don't know the direction. When you hire Zachary Levi, you think it's going to be comedy. Yeah. And um, not serious. Uh, like, it's not going to be Superman serious. And I, well, that's what we got. Yeah. It's not serious. It looks good. Mm-hmm. He looks good as Shazam. I don't think his muscles are real. I yeah. think some of it. It's good base, but I don't think he's as jacked as, as, as Shazam is. Um, <clears throat> it's connected. You see some yeah. cool Easter eggs with the Batarang and the newspaper stuff. But, you know, it's like as soon as people get excited about anything in DC Universe, there's always somebody stomping you out. Yeah. Like, and turns out 
it might, you know, there might not be any Superman. There might not be Justice Society. There might not be the Batman. We don't. Yeah. So there, it may be connected to old movies, but there's no future for any of those movies. Yeah, because the trailer comes out. For both these trailers, they come out, and before they even put the trailers out, they announce that it's not the DCEU anymore. Right. It's the worlds of DC. So you're getting standalone stories, and maybe they'll be connected. But Warner Brothers and DC can't do anything right without saying, you know what, I need to ruin this moment. Because they release these yeah. two trailers, yeah. and then they come out with, well, Matt Reeves' Batman may actually be based on year one, so Ben Affleck's done. Right. So like now you're re- it's like you're resetting the universe again. And I know it's not a universe, but you're, you know... Everything's yeah, predicated on Batman in that world. How you you might and we, you know we'll talk about Aquaman in a minute, but you have stuff that's hit and it's hit yeah. good. You have like people are kind of excited about Aquaman. Mm-hmm. They're excited. To I'm see super it. excited. You have people excited about to see uh, Shazam. Mm-hmm. You think The Rock's Black Adam because The Rock is charisma, you know, charismatic and he can carry a movie and yep. he's big and he fits the part. You think that's gonna that could probably hit pretty good. Wonder Woman eighty four is gonna do well. Yeah, it's gonna do really well. So you're moving in the right direction. Now you say nothing's connected. Yeah, and it's amazing that none of this like they can get characters that nobody cared about except for Wonder Woman. Like people loved Wonder Woman. Aquaman was misrepresented in the DC universe. They made him into a joke. They right. made him into a SpongeBob character essentially. Shazam was turned into a butler and a bodyguard for Superman, even though Shazam is Superman. Right. Now they're saying, like, these char- these are the characters that are going to work, not Batman and Superman. You have the biggest toys in superhero yeah, universe, and you can't make them work. But that's what they did with the Avengers. Yeah. And it, once again, it, it's they're treading old territory. They're, you know, the Avengers, nobody really cared about Iron Man. No. Nobody knew who Stephen Strange was yep. or Doctor Strange. Nobody knew... Nobody knew they were going to care so much about Scott Lang. Nobody gives Black Panther, yeah. Scott Lang, all these other characters. Now they're like they're naming their kids after them. Yeah. So it could work in that sense. Like maybe it is what it needs. Maybe it, it, they need to dissolve all the connections, and then once they get these good movies out and rolling, they could say, "Okay, now this is where it comes yeah. in. This is where it comes." But you have Wonder Woman eighty four come out. Well, your old Batman was in the first Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You can't disconnect Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman. Yeah. So how are you going to... You retcon it. All right, we'll see. Yeah, I mean... I, mean, I think that's what they're that's doing not, with Wonder I mean, Woman. That there isn't necessarily DC's fault. Yeah. I mean, they are kind of putting all their eggs in one basket with the, you know... Ben Affleck was decent at one thing. Yeah. Let's put him as as our, our guy. Well, if you don't have him down for... You know, that's what... You know, Marvel did right is they locked everybody up for five movies yeah, only right away. One character walked away and had the recast, and that was Terrence Howard. Yeah. You know, right after Batman vs. Superman comes out, Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Yeah. And it's like, no, I want to be Batman. But then every other month, he wants to or he doesn't want to. He wants to direct where he doesn't want to direct. And it's just get somebody who really wants to play Batman. Don't get these top A listers. And that that's the thing want is, to be creative. there really is. You know, give him, give the guy, the next guy, the next Batman, give him the Ryan Reynolds treatment. Go out and pick a guy that knows the character, yeah. has written his own story, wants to make it. He he wants to be called Batman when he's seventy five years old. Yep. You know, that's who you need to. You know, that's who you need to come out and yeah. do Batman. Take a risk on somebody. Get a good director, a good writer's room, and you're good to go. Yeah, I we're actually talking about it on another show, but. 
we're going to fan cast Batman. And I I think what DC is going to do, it's not my choice, but what DC is going to do is they're going to get Army Hammer. That's based on their track record, taking somebody with Academy Award nominations and wins and, you know, big names. Army Hammer's, you know, Call Me By Your Name was a huge hit last yeah. year. He's in Sorry to Bother You, which is another huge hit this year. I think that's the route they're going to go because he looks like Bruce Wayne and he's tall. He's 6'5 in, like, in standing, which blew my mind. I didn't think he was 6'5, but... You want to break America? You cast Idris Elba. Oh my God! Could you imagine the shitstorm? Like it's an Elseworld story. That's what they would make it. Yeah. Because they would, they would. Oh my God! The internet would implode. Yeah. It God, God forbid. <laughs> like I love Idris. That would yeah. be awesome. But then, like Hal Jordan, or not Hal Jordan, make him John Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, well, that's a way to start the Green Lanterns. It doesn't the, have the to Green be Lantern stories that are out there are great. And there's there's yep. some really good ones. And Grant Morrison's and returning just, the comics yeah, no. for it Green just Lantern. keep going and going. Yep. They might have the best like continuous storylines, and it's it is complicated. Green Lantern, there's so many, yeah. but you can go White Lantern storyline. Mm-hmm. You can go. You can start everything at Blackest Night. Yeah, like that's the that's where your universe yeah, can kill go. everybody. Yep. Yeah. And give you know give make everybody zombies. That'd be a great story. Be awesome. It'd be so different. Yep, horror. you'd be so different. Batman horror. Yeah, we need to write that movie. God damn, make a what, what is that one that we just saw? Bat Ninja. Oh, Ninja Batman. Make that live action. Oh my god, could you imagine that? <laughs> oh, it would look like the raid. Yeah, just a costume <laughs> it raid. Is, yeah, and I would be on board for that too. Well, yeah. I don't know. So Aquaman. Let's go to. Uh, I've shared my thoughts on Shazam. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I think it's going to be a comedy. It, it looks like, you know, everybody say it. I, I'd like to think that we came up with it, but everybody says it looks like Big with mi- yes. know, mixed with Superman. Yep. You said it on the other show, and I certainly. We're heard saying it here. This, we're trademarking it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks good. What, and, about, what about Aquaman? What do you think about that? That looks great. Yes. And I like his storyline. I like. Uh, I like. So this is, I think, Momoa is kind of like uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He doesn't mind being called Aquaman. Nope. He doesn't mind this being his definitive role, even though he's kind of... if He's been called Cal Drago for the last 10 years. Yeah. So I don't think... Like he re- 13 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and he died of a paper cut. Yeah. So I don't really think he cares about being... Well, definitely doesn't care about being typecast. No. Not at this moment. Right. You're an enormous jack dude. In the beginning, he was worried about that because he yeah. turned down Drax. Right, which good move for him because Dave Batista, yeah, diamond in the rough. Um, but he's been pushing for this. He likes, and, and, you know, it's it. It basically is him. Yeah. He just plays like a surfer. You know, it's gonna. He's gonna. They gonna, made they made him less Hollister though. Yeah, they didn't make him Yabro yeah, or like right. Hank I was gonna say he's. He's, you know, he's still from North or like Boston or whatever New, New England area. In real life. No, but I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It, you know, the Aquaman yeah. character is kind of New Englandish, like you know, probably from where, his heart, where the harbor is. Yeah, um, but uh, it, 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 you know, he still has the feel of his Hawaiian roots. Yeah, and, so, he certainly looks Hawaiian. Yeah, and the way James Wan has just crafted Atlantis, he's mastered everything. Like yeah. the animals, the beasts look great. Black Manta looks so comic the stuff, accurate. The stuff is, yeah, he does look great, and so does Orm. Yeah, I never thought I'd be excited to see an Orm like Orm in a movie. I'm like, oh my um, god, Orm! 
Yeah, and it, like the the stuff is him as a little kid looks cool mm-hmm. with him controlling the animals, and I guess that's how he figured out who he is. And when he catches he the trident, yeah, is that is that Momoa just aged down? Do you? Because <laughs> it looks whoever's playing him looks exactly like Jason Momoa as a young kid, <laughs> or like it kind of looks it like might be their kid. Yeah, no, think, no, he's they're younger. He's got smaller kids. The the older kid that he's like attached to, but like stepfather is yeah. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it looks like the kid who played uh which is crazy right <laughs> it looks like the kid who played um atreyu in oh okay in a never-ending story yeah where he's just that's exactly but that, that was 30 years ago like that's right. obviously not him but i just i think this movie is going to be amazing i i i was bold and said that it's going to be my favorite movie of the year because momo is in it i but. think dc if it is good you don't ever you don't you don't have to go back to Superman. Nope. You don't have to go back to Batman. Although I love Henry Cavill, Superman. You have, you have, you do have, um, you, I mean, you could do a Flash movie. I wouldn't. Not with Ezra Miller. Right. But who, you do who have. Who won Comic-Con right. cosplay. <laughs> he came as like a mushroom princess. But you do have Aquaman and Wonder Woman who historically have fought some, um, and you have Shazam. You could do a Kingdom Come. Yeah. You could do Flashpoint. I mean, you, if Flash, you do, we talk Flashpoint a ton of times. Throne of Atlantis. Yeah. And people are, are bitching. They're like, oh, because you know, I was, I was thinking in Flashpoint they fight. Yeah. And they have a war, but Kingdom Come they also have a war, and they like, I think he takes over Europe, mm-hmm. and and you know, I would love to see Flashpoint though, but not with Ezra Miller because I'm not sold on his Flash, because I would I want to see Wonder Woman and Mira. I want to see their interactions because yeah. Amber Heard looks great as Mira, and having her in this universe means I have a chance to meet her, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, but you know, just seeing her like the way James Wan just like he waited to put this out, and people were like, "We need to see it. We need to see it." And we saw it, and he got everything right. Yeah, every there's I can't complain about anything. How they interact and and underwater they're riding uh, megalodons yeah you know that's the that's the they took the Meg from the Jason Statham <laughs> movie and put it in Aquaman. Which Port, is Port awesome. Jason Strait, but, yeah. yeah. You know, he should have never said anything about Marvel movies. Yeah. He said, you don't have to be an actor to be a, in a Marvel movie. Right. Or yeah. a Marvel TV show. And now he's doing the Meg. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not Jaws. Until it's certainly not Jaws. next Expendables comes out. Yeah. Well, yeah whatever. We yes. Can... Sorry, Jason. Maybe you'll get a DC role. <laughs> still, still would have been awesome as Bullseye. Yeah. He, or even Captain Britain. He'd be great as an older Captain Britain. Or... I mean, he could play any British bad guy. Yeah, that's any true. Cockney bad guy. Ta- Taskmaster, bring him up. Yeah, he yeah. could be a Taskmaster. I, I would love Taskmaster. What did I just see Taskmaster in? Oh, what did I? No, I can't remember. Okay, who's riveting Taskmaster? No, uh, yeah, no, he. Uh, it was Deadpool. The Marvel Universe kills Deadpool. Yeah, and Taskmaster and Bullseye team up to try to kill him. Which is a crazy team up. Yeah, and yeah. I would pay for it. They would have my money. Deadpool pays... This is a comic book. Deadpool pays $2 million to have somebody kill him. Yeah. And he ho- and he's, like, rooting for Taskmaster. Yeah, he's super excited He's like, excited you're, you're the two guys that could do it. Yeah. And, and, and the, it's Jerry... I think it's Jerry Duggan, which is the best writer for Deadpool. Yeah. So. And the, the fact that Taskmaster has not bring, been brought to the screen is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm I, high on the Taskmaster <sighs> fan cast. You know what it is, stuff. though? He's too comic booky and i know at this point we're like we've had 
you know thunder gods and we had yeah. thanos and yeah peter dinklage as a giant gnome yeah but i i think something about him is comic booky and he can only exist in comic books but they need to get him right before batman cast black uh black mask because then they're just gonna think it's a ripoff right. because of the the skull face yeah so i i don't know but we have a, a mini recap and a a wonderful talk ahead of us as we're going to talk <laughs> we're going to revisit um wally yep 10 years ago it's a little late for us because uh, it came out in june 10 years ago but you know we had a live show where we crushed it <laughs> and we had to get to that and some more reviews but we're going to revisit it and full disclosure i talked about it in the beginning i did not like wally going into it because i saw 15 minutes of it of just very little dialogue uh, a robot just you know crushing boxes and crushing cans interacting with a uh, a cricket or, or cockroach <laughs> and i was like oh this isn't for me but i also saw it 10 years ago right so i wasn't really high on the disney movies i didn't have a reason to be super high on the disney movies because i didn't have a podcast 10 years ago uh i i liked it a lot now after seeing it i never thought i'd say it but i really really liked it and you talked about it about how you know you get to where the the men, men and women babies. Once they, the egg people show up, once the uh, baby Hueys start showing up, it gets better, and it truly did. Yeah, I just once like, he gets off of the planet, basically it turn it. It's I mean it is a love story at that yeah. point with Eve, and then you have like this. I think what it is like why so many people like it is it could easily happen. Yeah. Like, that's where we could go. That's if Sam's Club took over the world. Right. Like, when Walmart takes over our world, that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. We're and, all going to be scooting around in our hoverrounds. Yeah. And, so. like, just being completely, like, reliant on screens. And, like, that's where it's going now. Everybody has screens. Right. And, you know, you don't even get up. Like, they couldn't even walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just, they're doing everything, sitting in a little chair, and they can't get up. And it's just, that's a sad future. I even like the time on Earth, though. Yeah, no, like him just—it's crazy. It's just him compacting trash. But I like the Easter eggs too. Like, yeah, they showed that you know, well, you see Rex in his little house, right? But you also see like he's the only one that has survived of the Wally robots, and he's made this whole little apartment that he has in his storage locker. But then his friend is a cockroach, which theoretically is the only animal that will survive <laughs> a, a nuclear war, and he's feeding the cockroach Twinkies. So, like, it shows you how just evolved that that technology has become. And, like, that was really forward-thinking and on Pixar's part with the, the AI stuff. Yeah. Because, like, now you look at it in, like, Alexa and everything like that. I'm shocked there's not an Alexa movie coming out where, like, Alexa takes over the house. <laughs> but it's just they really did a good job on it. Yeah. Um, it's a real smart movie, I think. Yeah. Like, and... This and Up and a few other movies do really good at like introducing your main characters and getting yep. you. Know, they want you to care about somebody really fast and characters that you normally wouldn't care about, right? Like a, a crotchety old man and a robot, right? A robot who has no like he's just just says his name and Evie, yeah, that's it. And he you know and makes you care about him and cr- creates stakes that you care about and mm-hmm. you want to like you want to see him achieve something so. I like it. It's really good. And the way that like he Wally impacted all those people's lives in such a short amount of time from the captain to the guy that he like gets him back onto his his chair and like at that point I'm like, "All right, can these people do anything for themselves?" And then it just like when he when he's trying to walk like a baby 
and he's walking like Captain Underpants, <laughs> just like lurking through. It was real. It was it was smart and it was creative and it's original. Yeah. And it's kind of like what The Simpsons does. They predict the future, and Pixar was like, "All right, we're gonna get crazy." And you know, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are about to take over the yeah. world, and this is what would happen. We would need right, that exactly. This is exact. Like if this is what Jeff Bezos wants. Yeah. I mean, and Elon Musk is, you know. He wants to do this automation, yeah. Like completely, everybody becomes an automaton, and, and even though he he he, he preaches that, AI, well, he's one of the guys that are saying AI is not going to be that bad. But uh, Jeff Bezos wants you to hit a button and get everything delivered to yeah. you by drones, and you know, it's like, oh well, that's never going to happen. Well, we didn't think. We would never have to leave our house and get everything delivered yep. to us. We didn't think that would happen. I, I never thought that I could pay someone to do grocery shopping for me. Right. Or I could get anywhere my, without taking a taxi and just have somebody pick me up in their car. Yeah. Like I never thought ride sharing was going to happen or Amazon delivery, like you were saying. Or well, food services. Like we didn't think this was going to happen. Is exactly you know if we did think it was going to happen, we wouldn't been millionaires. Yeah. But we wouldn't be in. <laughs> we would have a podcast, but we wouldn't be reviewing yeah. movies. We'd be making them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, nobody knew, and I'm always amazed when you see people that do predict this yeah. kind of stuff. And um, but you know, Jeff Bezos has been dreaming about drones doing the heavy lifting. Like he, I've worked on Amazon buildings, and he has drone launching platforms on Jeez. some of them. Like before he got FDA, you he know, just knew approval it was happen. before he had. Before drone technology was like it is now, he you know this, we're talking six years ago, yeah, when it was like the big uh, you know it would be giant drones and it would have to be big drones anyway. But so you know people have that kind of forethought are crazy and it is that's what this just you know is like. It's like do you, do you think you know do you the lazification of, of 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 people? Yeah, and do you think Wally could warrant a sequel? Yeah, well, I mean, it took forever. It took like what fourteen years for Incredibles to get a sequel. Yeah. sequel. Um, we're getting an Eve. You know, I think we're getting an Eve movie. I don't know. About did that. we already get an Eve movie? I don't think we were getting Eve. I thought. I think. I thought Eve was getting her own thing. Maybe the toaster got um, Bernie. Yeah, he got his own movie. I think it was a short. Okay, but um, I think I would like to revisit Earth maybe fifteen twenty years later. To see how they colonize it, I want to see the yeah, recolonization uh, exactly because I don't hold any merit in in those characters. I think I don't think those babies. The Negroni. Um, it was confirmed. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy. Like I just saw it on Facebook today. Like that. That was confirmed. Yeah. Well, it, it got to the point where everything ties together so smoothly. Yeah. It's like you can't. It, 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 it stopped being a. Uh, this is in the Negroni theory. If yeah, that was my up. next question. No, go back to like our first episode. Yeah, I think and, we talked about it there. Uh, the Negroni theory. This um, cars that comes up next. That's what I was going to ask. Is cars next? They're, you know, the AIs are more advanced. Well, I don't want to see the sequel then. Well, because I don't. I get that's zero where fucks Elon Musk world, come, Musk yeah. world comes in as uh, the uh, self-driving AI uh, infused cars, but. Uh, I would love to like I don't I don't scour the internet for fan fiction, but I'd like to see a fan fiction Wally where it's turned into a horror movie, <laughs> like where like they get on the ship and there's a robot revolution, yeah. and like it's just a complete bloodbath it's on like, that ship. I guess AI the movie, yeah, Will Smith uh, joint, yeah, um, no, not AI, uh, my robot. 
iRobot, yeah, yeah. Yeah, AI was with... Um, Hallie Joel Osment. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Was, Did you like the, the autopilot character, too? The His name is Auto? Well, yeah, and I guess the protagonist, right? Yeah. He's he the, the guy villain. at the end. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And I like how that, you know... Because you didn't have a bad guy necessarily. Yeah, you, you didn't know until like 55 yeah. minutes left in the movie. You really didn't have anything bad going on. But yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. It was, I put it up there with a lot of my favorite Pixar movies now. Yeah. And it definitely does. If you haven't watched it, because I know uh, I'm speaking to you directly, Chuck, um, you should <laughs> you should go back and, and watch it because I think you'd like it. But to anybody else who hasn't watched it, I mean, it's, it's a smart movie. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're dumb if you don't like it, but it's a smart movie that you need to really pay attention to. Yeah, they, it's yeah, it's not like saying, oh, you're stupid. Yeah. It's like they, they're they establishing Wally's world and the yeah. world that he's used to. And and our potential future. Kind of, you get to kind of see where his, his AI breaks a little, his programming breaks, yeah. and he can't figure out how to deal with, you know, the plants and stuff like that. So... I think it's good. I think it's funny. And it's not a lot of talking, which is crazy. Yeah. And the underlying message is to just care about our world. Yeah. Like, because it's going to turn to shit and if we don't. Exercise. Do things. Yeah. Move yeah. around. Walk. Walk. Just get up. Don't sit in your chair and glue to yeah. your screen as we have screens all over. <laughs> like, our whole studio is covered in screens. But, you know, just uh, take care of yourself and take care of the world. <laughs> But that's it, man. That's our, I told you it was going to be a brief review yeah. of revisiting of of Wally. Ten year anniversary. That's why we did it. Yeah, so. and it's important because it's it's one of those movies that that at um, Earth Day, which was a couple months ago. But I know Box Lunch Collectibles was like doing like crazy Wally pops and like it was oh, Wally okay. Day there. They had a, a robot Wally in there. They had all the shirts <laughs> and if they weren't so overpriced, I'd probably would have bought a Wally shirt. But uh, it, it's a he's becoming a, a figure for. You know, for cleaning up the world. Yeah. And I never thought it would happen. I mean, I mean it, wouldn't it be great if we had, like, trash cleaning robots and incinerating robots and stuff like absolutely. that? Absolutely. Because then, but we'll see. You yeah. know, there's got to be, there's, like, the superheated solar technology that I, I heard people talk about, like, because, you know, when you burn plastics, it's the byproduct yeah. that's bad for you. So if you could heat it up to a point where it actually doesn't smoke and it's, you know, burns everything away... But, you know, whatever. Maybe Ho- in another 10 years. Hopefully, s- listen to some of the animators and see what the, what ideas they have. Yeah. Go back and watch some Star Trek. I'm sure there's something floating around in one of their spaceships that they have a good idea about. So I'd really like to get behind the... I'd like to get into the brain of the writer for Wally. Yeah. And, like, the that whole writer's room and the animators to say, like, what, what limits we could go to. And maybe that's a, a little side quest I could go on to bring to our listeners. But I recommend going to see Wally. Yeah. Yeah, well, I recommend I, going I, to see it like you're going back to the theaters. It's it's a Fandango uh, event. It doesn't it, it doesn't um, doesn't get old. Doesn't no, it definitely holds up. Yeah, it holds up. And you know, I think Pixar is going to be kind of timeless. A lot of these Pixar and movies. Jeff Garland is in it. He's yeah. fantastic, and it seems like Disney really likes him. And he hasn't been accused of anything, so it's a, a movie you can you can yeah. watch without feeling <laughs> feeling negative about. So it it's, so far. Yeah, that's a good Come movie, on, Jeff. I, I like going to Goldbergs. <laughs> So watch, check out that. Uh, that's a that's a good movie to to, yeah. to review and yeah, or to watch. If you, you can throw it on any time. Yeah, like I, when I you know revisited a little bit, I just threw it on and kids watched it. And, yeah, you know, they they went their separate ways because that's just what happens. Yeah. but uh, it, could, it, was, it was pretty good. It could be a good start to a family night. Yeah. So that's our recommendation, but also see uh, Mission Impossible: Possible Fallout. Don't see Teen Titans Go, 
And then in about two or three weeks, we're going to be talking about Upgrade. But in the meantime, you can connect with us on social medias. And that's important because uh, we like connecting with people. Tom's really killing it with uh, our Twitter game with his top 10 characters of uh, yeah. sci-fi. Momoa made the list, and I was ready. Uh, as we speak, it's Momoa, Goldblum, and Sigourney Weaver. Um, no, I put um, Tom Baker. Tom Baker, okay. Um, and... Um, Michelle Nichols. All right, so we got. Five. That's it. Yeah, and I'm gonna round out the, the not the top five, just, just the, the other five. five um, the rest of the night. Maybe we can save those five for our our one year anniversary right. episode. So if you're following us on Twitter, which is the Grays T H E G R Y S, you'll get the first five, and then we'll come up with the next. Tom will come up with the next five, and then I'll do my five, my ten. All right, and we'll we'll see if we're we have differing opinions. But follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All the podcast directories were uh, the Galaxy Wars podcast. I made plugs in it multiple times, but you can follow me at the Active Geek podcast uh, on all the SoundClouds and all those wonderful galaxies. And I think, I don't know if we talked about it, but I think I mentioned it. We're going to maybe start doing shout-outs. Yes, on um, Twitter we're going to start doing shout-outs. Yeah, people that follow us on Twitter or leave a cool review. Yeah. Maybe we'll... Um, yeah, if you got a product or a podcast that you'd like to... Be shouted out. We'll uh, choose one at random, maybe two at random each uh, each episode, starting next week. Yeah, for so. the one year, we'll you know change it up a little bit. We already changed it up a little bit once. We'll do yeah. it again. Well, yeah. not change it, just add stuff to it. Yeah, just uh, DM us and let us know what you got. If you got a fan movie, speaking of fan movies, did you see the Nathan Fillion did an Uncharted fan movie? No, it's on YouTube. Watch it. Fourteen right. minutes of gold. So if you have a fan movie, you got a comic book that you're writing, anything on Kickstarter, just let us know and we'll uh, we'll plug it appropriately if we will we'll plug it if we like it yeah yeah if you're writing a i don't know like a yeah if you're just writing a if you're writing the, fan fiction for alter carbon yeah, we might not for the know. dirty parts of alter carbon we're not going to talk about if you're reenacting them at home we're not going to talk about your live <laughs> yeah, stream on that'll Twitch. be for the patreon we start where we uh yeah we review the obscure <laughs> we read it out loud so, yeah, follow us on all the social medias. Uh, support the Geek Productions and the podcast that I do over there. And then head to YouTube because uh, you can see my beautiful face and my bearded face on YouTube at The Den of Nerds. Um, and we're doing the Super Late Show, which is coming out this week. Uh, so follow that and, you know, you'll get to see my face. Yeah, and we'll post that on Twitter, too. Yeah, and some plugs on for Galaxy Wars and Active Geek Productions and all that fun stuff. So we'll see you next week with our one-year anniversary extravaganza, the most random episode we'll ever do. <laughs> Uh, it's not a state of sci-fi, I promise, but we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.